Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of Ask John. My name is John, and you can ask me things. The purpose of these audio episodes is to give you quick tips relating to careers, including specific careers, exploration, preparation, planning, and everything in between. In today's session, we're going to be continuing on the current arc of professionalism and its many facets. Today, specifically, we're going to be touching on the topic of professionalism when it comes to workplace communication. Communication is one of the basic things we as humans do. It's how the world works. But communication comes in many different forms. Verbal, nonverbal, electronic, etc. Just as in other parts of life, there is a difference between professional communication and non-professional communication. As with all of our conversations with professionalism, professional communication comes down to what is acceptable in the workplace you find yourself. Like I previously stated, when I worked in my family roller skating rink, there was a certain communication style that I utilized that would not be appropriate in my current position, and vice versa. Professional communication depends on what is accepted in your individual workplace. There are different cultures and workplaces where one form is preferred over another, such as Slack, phone calls, go walk by somebody's desk and just ask them. Asking your boss or your coworkers what they like is a good way to make sure you're communicating well with them, because that's who you're going to be communicating with most of the time, is those around you. Another facet of professional communication is good communication with your supervisors and your coworkers, like I just said. This means talking to them, especially supervisors, on what you're going to be doing and where you're going to be. In the professional world, we're all adults and need to be responsible for ourselves, but we also need to work on teams many times. By communicating with coworkers and supervisors, things will run much more smoothly, both for the company at large and for yourself. It's in your best interest to communicate. If you're going to be late to work or absent from work, it is critical that you communicate that as soon as you can. Will there be emergencies where communicating where you are isn't very feasible? Yes, and that's okay. But those should be emergencies. If it's a common issue of you just being unreachable, then everything kind of turns into an emergency situation. And if everything's an emergency situation, then nothing is. The best way to know what is normal or not in your workplace is to ask. Communicate with your boss. Trust me, it'll work better for everyone involved. In today's professional world, one of the most common forms of communication is email. Professional email communication starts before you even get into a workspace. The first thing you need to know is what your email address says about you. When applying for jobs, it is not the time to use your Lord of the Rings nerd email address. While awesome for personal communication, that doesn't sound so great or professional in the work world, in the professional world. When applying for jobs, I recommend that you use some variation of your first name and last name. Simple as that. As well, Something that our current student listeners should be aware of is that while you're a student at USC, your USC email is a great option. You should use that. But once you graduate, switching to a professional personal email is what you're going to need to do. Now that you have a professional email address and are in a working situation, here are some general tips. Start with a brief yet informative subject line detailing the purpose of your communication. Next, we want some sort of neutral greeting, such as hello person's name. That's kind of my go-to. Remember to include any titles if that's what the person has. For example, Dr. Professor, or whatever their title might be. In the body of the email, you want to keep your communication concise and accurate as possible. Give the information and get out of there. In your professional communication, avoid using slang and casual phrasing. Email as you would talk to somebody that you respect above you a little bit, no matter who it is. A general rule of professional communication is avoiding using all caps as well. That's the digital communication version of yelling in somebody's face, which is bad form. You don't want somebody yelling at you. 
in closing an email and with some variation of thank you, sincerely, or something like that. Then sign your name. If you have other contact information, it is semi-standard to include that info after your signature. In professional emails, leave out fun quotes and things like that, unless it's accepted in your office. Again, follow your office culture. As with all professional conversations that we have had, it comes down to what is acceptable in your office situation. The biggest thing with professional communication is respect. Show respect in how you communicate, whether that is verbal, written, electronic, or even nonverbal. Show respect to those around you your superiors, your inferiors, your coworkers, no matter who it is, show respect. Avoid language that detracts from your company in general. And if you have questions, again, ask. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have a specific topic or question that you would like addressed, please fill out the online form at the bottom of the Ask John page. I want to answer your questions. That's why we're doing this whole thing. For more career information, visit us at dornsife.usc.edu career pathways and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening and don't forget to ask John.